It is, uh, it's Friday, May 27th, 2022. We're live. Thank you for joining us here on Rucksack Radio, the podcast for Patriots. Hosted by two veterans with one mission and 1776 Reasons. And Jenny on Friday. Wow, the podcast is always bold, blunt, uncensored, and full of red, white, and blue truth. Hi, Jenny. Hello, guys. How are you? Happy Friday. I'm well. I'm <laughs> good. You well, Phil? I'm Phil as well. I- I just got up. Phil's half asleep. <laughs> of course you did. I got up an hour before the show. He got up like two minutes before the show. <laughs> <laughs> I got was up, with you logged people. on, saw that Tom had a problem with his sound, and that's how my day started. <laughs> <laughs> I thought it was all right. I should have known earlier when I was on the computer doing some stuff, my iTunes was going in and out. I could hear it, then I couldn't, and I'm like, all right. Hell's going what do you on think here? it is? What what is I don't that know. I have no idea. No idea. But it's working now, so yeah. whatever. Don't touch nothing. Don't touch your face. Don't touch your ears. Don't touch nothing. <laughs> I'm trying not to, but don't kill I got a lot to manipulate here. I got a lot to manipulate here. That's what I say usually. <laughs> yeah, right. Nice. Nice. Uh, so <laughs> yeah. That's good. Friday will be mostly nonsense for us anyways, but we'll go through a few things tonight. Let me, uh, boom, there we go. Brighter. Uh, yeah, I want a couple things. Um, you start off with, uh, earlier today I put out a brief article on civic engagement. Just well, kind of a roadmap for people for civic engagement. You can go to rucksackradio.com and check that out. I had posted something earlier this morning. And somebody had a comment about uh, it was good. They just said they they try to keep um, abreast of what's going on in their schools, but they don't know what more they can do. So it just kind of sparked me to throw an article out there of all the things people can do. So there's an article that's got from a local level, state level, federal level, all kinds of links and things you can do to get engaged civically. So check that out if you're looking for things or you know somebody that's looking for ways they can be civic minded. There is something everybody can do, uh, whether they get off their couch or not. Uh, but there's things they can do. So that's out there. Uh, tonight, we're going to spend a little bit of time. I'm going to dive into the mental health aspect of the situation that's going on a little bit. But before that, so there was a news conference today and they revealed more, which was really, really bad, <laughs> I yeah. think. And it's basically that they... Uh, Law enforcement sat in the hallway outside that room where the shooting was going on for, what, 40 minutes uh, before they had gone in. Um, Mm. And not good. Uh, The incident commander on scene uh, declared it like a barricaded subject at at that point in time or something. So they, they went off their active shooter protocol, even though there was still shooting going on, which wasn't the right move at all. Um really bad stuff. And Gatson, you really, you, you alluded to that last night when we were talking about this, if there's a difference and, and really no, when you're in a situation like that, where there's an active shooter, there shouldn't be any reason you stand out. Um, and that's been reiterated a thousand times today on the media with um, Texas DPS and, and others, but it was a big failure. A teacher had the door propped open with her phone behind the school. Um, Everybody all the way around just 
Everything failed. So the systems that were in place, if that door hadn't been propped open, the kid might not have never got ever gotten in. Or had he had if he had to force his way in, it would have been more time than he was outside, which would have allowed you know, more time for teachers to lock down rooms. It would have allowed more time for officers to respond and, and hopefully, con, you know, confront the guy outside. I mean, we could speculate all day long, the shouldos, woulds, couldds, and things. But if he if he couldn't get in the school that efficiently, uh, chances are, the, you know, the, the, the chances of death that occurred and destruction that occurred would have been minimized greatly, I think. So that was the start of a failure, and then, um, officers arrived four minutes after, apparently, his entry to the school, and it's, they, they took fire, and they, they they retreated, and they stood down. There was a lot of failures. And, I mean, at the end of the day, I think we have to remember that the shooter committed this act. It's the shooter's fault. Yeah. Um, it's certainly law enforcement failed by not acting uh, better. And you know they're going to have to live with that. I, I, I would. I'm going to say it now. I want to hate saying it, but I wouldn't be surprised if you see law enforcement suicides over this. I, uh, I was because, just thinking that today. Like uh, someone better watch over them too. Even though, I mean, can you imagine? They're going to second guess every one of them. There were 19 officers in that hallway that didn't go into that room or didn't try to get into that room, um, and every one of them is going to guys to be sitting there. I bet they haven't slept in three days. You know, just trying to. Yeah. It's awful. It's gonna. Those people are all gonna need a lot of help down there for a long time to come. But a lot of failures all the way around, and of course, the only thing that's getting the mention is the gun. Um. Biden's out there mouthing off again about the Second Amendment not being absolute. Your favorite line again, Phil. He went off talking about how you couldn't get a cannon. <laughs> it's, it, you know, and. He's just full of shit. Again, I direct you to the Federalist Papers. Alexander Hamilton clearly said, and he was a Federalist. He wasn't one of the ones that, um, the Anti-Federalists were the ones that brought us the amendments, the right to bear arms being a big one. But even in the Federalist Papers, uh, Alexander Hamilton said that there's no, uh, nothing more can be reasonably aimed at with respect to the people at large than to have them properly armed and equipped. Um, there's no doubt <laughs> the Second Amendment was absolute. Uh, and no matter how many times Democrats try to say history is something other than what it was, it doesn't make it true. Um, it's it's not an issue of the gun, but we're going to face that. We're going to face that because that's the only thing they know how to go after, right? Um, but the bad guy was the bad guy. There's been videos I've seen come out today of other kids that uh, like went to school with him or grew up with him and said he was a that he was a bully. That he would pick on, he would find other kids that were smaller or weaker, and he would pick on them. And then if it, if it, if his bullying didn't get to them, he'd get really irritated and pissed off. He apparently was really cruel to animals. I saw an interview with a kid today that said, so, I mean, it's the typical profile of what you hear. And it's not to say that maybe he wasn't bullied at some point in time himself either. But, you know, bullying alone... I don't think I I posted this yesterday on Parlor, but bullying alone is not an excuse, and there is a measure of bullying that's that's actually healthy. 
you know, not to the extent where it's it's violent and 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 puts somebody in, in a bad position, but you know, we all took some kind of shit growing up. I took shit. I was listen. I graduated high school. I was 128 pounds. I was a I was a twig, and I had Ralph Macchio hair, like Menudo or whatever else. I mean, Karate Kid. It was horrible. But I didn't. My parents kept me ground. You know, grounded to reality. They kept me balanced out, and I chose to enlist in the Marines at 17 because I wanted to learn how to protect myself. I wanted to get stronger, and I wanted to be a part of something that meant something. So I didn't turn into a psychopath that shot up schools. And it, I think that there is a measure of bullying that keeps people humbled in reality, even if it's uncomfortable sometimes. So you know, I'm not advocating bullying out there, but what I'm saying is being bullied alone isn't a justification for going out and being a violent sociopath. I think as human beings, we need to find a justification for such horrible acts. There always has to be a reason. Why? Why did this happen? It has to be this or it had to stem from there. Um, I think some human beings are just born fucked up. They're born evil. There's something... And granted, their environment might feed more into that behavior yep. or just <clears throat> just nourish that behavior, which is sad. But um, yep. there's a lot of people that had horrible childhoods and stuff like that. They're not going around killing people. They're not shooting nope. around schools. They're, you know, so it's, it's, I, I just think some people are born evil. That's just yep. the way it is. You know? I absolutely agree with you. And I think you hit on a really important point there is that, you know, you can be born with, uh, let's call it some kind of a chemical imbalance in a way where your hormones are jacked up and, and you, you, you know, just don't, you're not thinking clearly, you don't emote like, like somebody else, like most people might. And then you're right. If the environment that you grow up is not nurturing in that or doesn't try to mentor that and it further <laughs> destroys that then yeah it's you're gonna end up with this this is a situation again now where people are coming out and saying yeah this kid was a bully or he he he, you know he tortured animals and all those other things so you go all right there's all the same signs that we hear about with these people in in 50 60 70 80 percent of the time right and so why aren't people speaking up but on the other end you go man if you go out there and you report every teenage boy that does something weird to the police department they're gonna you're gonna need to triple the police department in every state you know because you're gonna need yeah, I mean, to every the te- police. yeah every teenage boy guy young man says some really stupid shit from time to time you know you just haven't matured but there's a difference between being immature and being psychotic yeah. we as grown men say dumb shit all the time yeah Mm-hmm. Um, so you've got to recognize the signs. That's one of the things I'm going to get to. So I posted an article earlier today, and I'm just going to go through some highlights from it because I think it's really important. And this was one that Mental Health America posted. Um, they're a nonprofit organization, and they had posted this. It was a, a an article that was posted in a, another mental health uh, journal. And what it was uh, was... Uh, it's 10 ways to volunteer your time for mental health. So these are, if people are thinking about, well, we got, how do we solve this mental health problem? What are things we, what, what can I do? Well, here are some ideas. Number one, it says lean into your skills and interests. 
you know, if you're a people person, volunteer in a nursing home. If you like working with animals, volunteer at a local animal shelter or get your pet certified to be a therapy animal. If you like organizing, you know, sorting food donations at your local food bank could be good. If you like reading, volunteer at a local library. If you like the outdoors, join, you know, a local park mentoring program or a scouting program or a cleanup program. You know, work with there's Mental Health America as an affiliate. I put this link in a, in a post today on both Twitter and on Parlor, but I'll get it on the website as well. Uh, Mental Health America has got 200 locations in 42 states and over 10,000 volunteers. Uh, and they work in all kinds. They've got to find an affiliate tool that you can look things up. You can kind of put your state in, your community, and it'll give you all kinds of uh, ways that people are looking for volunteers in this uh, in this arena creating social change there's movements you can join in a huge range of mental health campaigns it might be as simple as signing a petition or sharing uplifting messages somewhere share your story this is a big one when you open up about your own mental health you make it easier for other people to do the same and this uh i don't mind journal that is linked to in this article says it's a collection of helpful articles and inspiring personal stories on mental health um you can even publish your own story to be placed in there if you want volunteer with a crisis text line those are available 24 7 you go through 30-hour training it's free training they provide and you can learn how to become a crisis counselor oh my god uh, you can volunteer fantastic. you're gonna put yeah, this on your site yeah absolutely okay. Good. um and a matter of fact i will put it uh in the chat right now um as well uh, volunteer with National Suicide Prevention Lifeline. Again, you can get trained in this, but the Volunteer Crisis Text Line to become like a crisis counselor, they you answer texts. It's a text line. So you answer texts from people in a crisis situation. So you don't even have to talk to them if you're timid that way, but you go through 30 hours of training. It's free, and then you can. this is something you can do. Uh, check in with the people you love. That's a big one. Try actively listening. In this link, there's, a, there's stuff on how to actively listen. There's mental health screenings, websites that you can go to. Uh, and, and then, of course, it has follow mental health-based accounts on, on social media. But there's, there's things in this article that absolutely everybody can do. So when we talk about mental health, people need to start actually doing something with that. Or the only thing that's going to continue to be attacked is the gun. Because nobody's doing the mental, the, the left just yells, nobody, oh, you don't have money for mental health. You don't necessarily need to have money for mental health. It needs, it's a culture. People, there are money, there is money that's needed, of course, for services um, to an extent, but it's more about a cultural shift and people being engaged in the process, as with anything. Um, and now more than ever, a lot of these organizations, these nonprofits, need the volunteers, they need the time, they need the help, because when everything gets so expensive the first thing most people cut out is their donations to places so these nonprofits take huge budget cuts and when the government's not funding them either with supplements there's only so much they can do they lose resources they lose funds they lose volunteers um so you can all do something. There is something there that everybody can do. I'm going to, you know, I mentioned uh, on the show last night briefly, I'm getting involved at the VA in, in a group there to advise and, and help in uh, the mental health programs for vets. That's awesome. And I, I may go through and do look into this training to be um, 
a, a crisis counselor and to see what that looks like because you know why not there's times i'm sitting around i just have my phone sitting there and you can help somebody you yeah. know so you don't know who's on the other end and what you might be preventing who you might be saving whether it's the person on the other end of that phone or it's somebody that they intend to harm otherwise you just um well we it's have, important stuff we have a, a personal story like an actual story when i moved out to north carolina i had panic um panic attacks panic disorder and i never reach out to anyone i just you know i, I take care of myself but i mm-hmm. when you're in that mode you don't reach out i don't reach out to anyone i just i said i was so bad and i had to reach out to someone what was it, 12 one o'clock in the morning i actually text tom and he was up and i just felt better that someone else was on the other side of that phone knowing while i'm pacing my apartment by myself feeling like I'm just going to die, you know, like go outside, breathe some air, blah, blah, blah. And just, just knowing that someone was there. It's the first time I've ever done that before, but I know Tom, we've had conversations. Mm-hmm. He knows what I go through. He understands. And, um, it, 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 I was very, you know, I was very thankful. Number one, that you answered your phone and that, you know, you were there and that you just, he just listen. He just, you know, go outside, get some fresh air, just knowing that someone else is there on the other side. That's mm-hmm. what, you know, that's what it, it takes sometimes. So um, I learned my lesson that next time, if I need to, I feel more comfortable reaching out if I have to, Man, um, you better. I don't have to <laughs> suffer by myself. All no, the time, you know, you don't. And nobody does. Thank you. I mean, it was, it yeah. was, I was glad that I could be there in that moment. And, and I always, you know, will be, and it's, but we can all be that for somebody. But it's just, I think we all know people in our lives that maybe we go, man, something's not right there. And you just have to find a way to approach that conversation with them to make them feel safe enough to have that discussion with you. Um, It's the only way, and, and again, sometimes what we don't think about is when we help somebody and they feel better about it, they're more inclined to want to help somebody else than to. It has a domino effect. It can be exponentially powerful. Um, we just have to give people the right tools. Yeah, and, and it starts with listening, and it starts with trying to understand, and then getting people in the right direction. And and at some point in time, people have to take uh, responsibility for themselves if they're feeling like this is something I really struggle with. They have to seek the the help that they need with doctors, and what they have to want that. But a lot of times. People, everybody goes through hardships and crises and, and just moments where you're overwhelmed. And all, I mean, we're human beings and all you really want sometimes is just somebody to listen and, you know, validate that you're going to be okay. Uh, and so I just, we just, we've got, it used to come in the form for many communities, uh, you know, in faith and clergy and congregation and um and that's the conversation we can go on all night about phil and we'll probably talk about that more on sunday morning but um but we can't just go i wish it was still like that or it should be like that or it should be like this the fact is we're in a world where it isn't so we have to find different ways to engage people we have to find different ways to bring that that empathy back in to our communities and being empathetic doesn't mean being soft. 
or being tolerant of horrible things. That means understanding that somebody's going through a tough time. I have no empathy or sympathy for this kid at this point in time. Um, what he did, I, I, it's, it's horrific. Prior, if he had all these plans and, and five minutes before he did this, he reached out on some text line somewhere, I would have had all kinds of empathy to try to, you know, figure out, dude, you know, what, talk to me. What, what are you feeling right now? What's making you feel this? What, what's happened? And, you know, it just, hindsight's twenty twenty, right? We all look at these situations and go, where was somebody? Why didn't somebody say this? Why didn't somebody pick up the phone? Why didn't, but instead of continually looking back and saying, looking at this hindsight, we need to start doing something with the benefit of that hindsight. We need to say, all right, this is what we know. This is what we've learned. This is what's consistent in 60 or 70% of these situations. So if that's a common denominator in so many of these situations, then what are we doing about that variable? So the mental health piece is an important one. So I really hope that you'll all take a look at that resource Find something in there that you feel you can do or that might be important to you or something else. Um, it'll get you it'll in a direction. Oh, my God. I can just imagine me on like a text, the crisis text, be like, it's OK. Go outside. Find a squirrel. You can talk to the squirrel. It'll be OK. We won't judge you. <laughs> be like, you have a bird's nest with baby birds in it? Yeah. <laughs> You know, the thing is, though, is something like that, even in the moment, somebody unsuspecting, you might get a chuckle out of them. And for a yeah. minute, they're out of that that really that horrible that, frame of mind and they get a little chuckle. There's some levity yeah. and that yeah. can help bring somebody It can take that edge off just a little bit. So there's ways, people. And, and we're all very stern about our Second Amendment rights. The attack's going to continue to come for them as long as we're alive. But we can help mitigate that by focusing on the things we claim. We all say mental health and, well, then let's do something about it. Let's not just keep saying it. Uh, it's like anything else. If we want to be a part of the solution, if we want the effects of this, not, you know, to, or the, you know, the causes of what's going on to have greater effects on us, then we need to be a part of affecting that causation. Well, the Santa Marine Corps, be the change you want to be. Be the change yep. you want to see. Yep. Talk about being bullied. <laughs> Jeez. <laughs> it's it's just a career of being bullied. Oh my god! This kid that I kid that I went to school with, I recently um, found out I work with, and he joined the Air Force. <laughs> and yeah, he's he's one of those that was that was. Uh, I was going to join the Marine Corps, but I'm, I was too scared. <laughs> It's like, well, at least you're honest. <laughs> yeah. You know, it, 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 if, if in that link that I, I put out there, if, if you don't see anything there, you can call. Call your local, you know, look up any mental health clinic in your area, Google it, and just call them and ask them, how can I get involved? How can I help somebody? They're gonna be they're they're equipped with that. They're gonna know. And if they if if some receptionist you get doesn't know for sure, you can be sure that you know they're gonna find a doctor or somebody that can can help you. So if you want to get engaged in helping, all you gotta do is reach out and look for it. There are resources out there. It took me 30 seconds to Google how can I get involved in 
my community's mental health. And that link popped up and I went through it and I'm like, wow, this is some amazing stuff. And I will say that Mental Health America, I know that group personally because I know somebody that leads an office for that. Um, and they really do amazing work. They're a nonprofit. Um, and most of the work they do is in urban areas and it's in areas where, you know, youth can be troubled. And so it's, it's not just the mental health of these kids that commit these school shootings, but it's the mental health of these kids that grow up in these inner cities that grow up in this mentality that they have to get involved in gangs and, and violence and everything else. We can head that kind of stuff off too. So environment for them too, like, you know, then out in the suburbs and, and rural America, you see, a lot of this stuff for face value, you see this stuff going on. So yeah. you, you almost grow like almost like numb to it, but at the same mm-hmm. time, it's, it's, it's deep seated inside you and you don't know how it's going to come out a couple of years later when you're an adult and, and all this is as mustered up inside your body and your, in your mind, you know? Yep. So it's a lot, I, especially today's day and age and what's going on. My heart hurts for the world. It really, yeah. it really does. And there's a lot to be, lot to be tackled. People, you know, immediate world. Good, Phil. What do you, what do you got? What do you think? <laughs> I don't yeah. think my heart hurts for the world. My heart hurts for the families of the children that got killed. Um, yes. yes. Doesn't really hurt for the police. That's the 19 police that stayed there in, in the hallway. Come on, that's that's a lot. That is a lot of men that are afraid to go in and confront a child with a gun yeah they had the numbers if nothing else you said it last night they had the numbers yeah Yeah. there's no reason why they shouldn't have all gone in there at once yeah well and you know like i said last night too i mean you know that you you assume that risk when you put that badge on when you take that job and you know that when you stack up and you're going through a door where there's an active shooter chances are the first person's getting shot maybe the second guy's getting shot too you know, you just you just kind of expect that. By but the you thousands on D Day and they still stormed Omaha Beach. Yeah, exactly. You know? Yeah. Exactly. It's tens it's a of measure, thousands. It's a measure of courage that we need to expect. And that's gonna be a huge Yeah, but we have to remember there's a lot of cops that did run in and there are cops that did go in through that doorway um and and do it as well. So we gotta just be careful that we don't Blanket law enforcement now. No, no, no. I'm not blanketing law enforcement. I'm blanketing the ones that stayed in the hallway and did not. How many children got shot because they stayed in the hallway? Yeah. You know, and it's not even just the ones that got, it's not even just the ones that got shot. I mean, how many of them laid there for 40 minutes and bled out? That could have. How many could have been saved sooner? Had they actually took an action like they were supposed to, like they swore an oath to do. Yeah. You didn't protect and serve anything by staying there in the hallway, fearing for your own life. Yeah. But yeah, no. You know, that's just that's the, that's just the long and short of my thoughts on the on the police inactivity. I don't disagree with you. Uh, now, I don't that. hold the police like you said before. I don't I agree with that. I don't hold the police responsible at all. It's the shooter's fault. The shooter did this shit. You know, and it's not it's not even um his upbringing, his childhood. His his I mean, he did this. He did mm-hmm. this. It wasn't you know, it wasn't anybody else's responsibility or actions other than his. So, yep. you know, it's all on him. Yep. 
Hey, if you're watching this uh, on YouTube or Rumble, please hit the thumbs up button and subscribe. Um, even if you watch this live and haven't subscribed to us on those platforms and you're on those platforms, I'd be really appreciative if you did. Oh, everything Hit the bell. Everything is everything is caught up on YouTube, Rumble, Spotify. Everything through last night's show is 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 out there. All the recordings are out there. So I've got a good system down with it now. <laughs> Settings, all that. So uh, we're good. So what this was the, one. What was the hiccup? Like the size of the file that you were doing, or just well, like the, the, the clarity? Tom likes them big files. Yeah. There was a, there was a setting. There's a setting when you're working when you're working in the program. There's a setting that it'll use um, either uh, it will use your computer resources or not. So it'll either use the cloud to process or it'll use your computer resources at all, which speeds it up. So I would always select that. But then when I went to export, it turns out that the export. Uh, file type that I was exporting to didn't support hardware encoding. So it just automatically switched to the cloud, but it didn't like, there was no indication that it did that. And so that's why that. it was taking yeah. so long. So yeah. when I, I just went through and I experimented with all kinds of different settings and then I found one and changed the export file type. I also removed the animations because those can make Bog it down. take longer yeah. to encode as well. It wasn't really that big of a deal. Um, so I, I took those out, but yeah, I, I've reduced the upload time. Now the longest one I've had has been like seven hours since then. Most okay. of them are four to five hours. So it's, this one's with three of us. It'll take a little bit longer, but um, I'll seven. get it in there tonight or tomorrow <laughs> and it'll be ready before Sunday show. So awesome. <laughs> yeah. No, um, don't worry, Tom. Get that we still like your thick big with three C's files in tonight. <laughs> yeah, we still like tomorrow. your big files, Tom. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> what the fuck is going on here? Jesus Christ. Ma'am, do you have anything to declare? <laughs> Woman caught attempting to sneak boyfriend out of prison in a suitcase. Oh my god. That's her man. <laughs> <laughs> That's a man. If he can fit in a suitcase, you know he's a prison bitch. (laughs) Maria del Marirona, 19, was stopped after the guards uh, at the jail in uh, Tumo, Mexico, saw her acting nervously and struggling with a heavy suitcase on wheels. (laughs) Because the suitcase was making noises. (laughs) His elbows, it was moving. They they opened the bag and found her husband. (laughs) There was there was urine coming out of the zipper. (laughs) Man, that suitcase was dry when you came in. (laughs) They opened the bag and found her husband, Edward Valdemar Ortega Perez, inside wearing only socks and pants. (laughs) He doesn't look like he's wearing pants in that picture. (laughs) The husband was returned to his cell, (laughs) and she was given one. Yes, 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 yes. She had been at the jail to prison in the eastern uh, Quintana Roo state for a conjugal visit with her husband. And therefore had been allowed to take the suitcase inside. She was only stopped as she (laughs) she was only stopped as she attempted to leave through the main door of the building. (laughs) Stupid. Uh, I I just like, you don't think that Miss Avrona, who is pregnant, was detained by authorities. 
Oh, my God. I can't. You idiot! This is why aliens, is yeah. why aliens don't come down here anymore. They're like, we are done with the fucking humans. We are done with your shit. It's way to screw up your conjugal visits, too. You're not getting any more of those. Yeah. <laughs> That's for <Yeah>. sure. <laughs> He'll be getting dicked down. <laughs> uh, let me see here if I can try to find my uh sorry, lost my I got uh you have to play I'm surprised people still off. pause around me. <laughs> <laughs> find your uh what Tom <laughs> 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 and yes. <laughs> uh, I'm gonna say uh, something happened at a gas station with these two oh, and no, like I'm, a scooter. A scooter at a corpse. gas station. I went with a corpse being involved. <laughs> two men <laughs> two men arrested for pretending to get arrested. <laughs> it's, it's a real life dumb and dumber. <laughs> Two drunk men who broke into a can't pull over anymore. (laughs) Two drunk men who broke into a police van to fool around were arrested when they got locked inside. (laughs) To fool around. (laughs) Let's go to that police van and fuck. (laughs) Real life dumb and dumber Jeffrey Olson 22 and Ryan Letchford 21 had been at a party Friday night when they spotted the empty patrol vehicle. The pair decided to climb inside and began to play with the equipment and take pictures of each other pretending to be arrested. But oh disaster struck for the pair when they really did end up in handcuffs when they became <laughs> locked inside. <laughs> Stupid fuckers. <laughs> please, please. Police arrived at the vehicle in South Jersey, Philadelphia in the early hours of the morning and arrested the criminals. <clears throat> Right on the border. Two men were charged with attempted theft of a motor vehicle, public drunkenness, and criminal mischief. Ah, <laughs> oh, those are all misdemeanors. Yeah. With those 609ers down there. Once inside the police vehicle, they began smoking cigarettes, and there was also evidence they had spit on the ground. Oh, no. They also used the cameras to take pictures of each other spat pretending they were arrested. <laughs> That's not spat. That's not spit, officer. How old were oh, we? were fooling around. Letchford and Olsen, 21 and 22. Letchford oh, and Olsen okay. soon realized they were stuck inside and tried to kick through the metal cage that separates the vehicle, the rear of the vehicle from the driver's compartment. A friend who became worried the pair did not return to the party wandered outside and noticed the pair were inside the van. Then he called police. <laughs> They're fucking rat. <laughs> he wasn't able to open the door, which is understood to have an automatic locking, ma- locking mechanism. Accessory. So he called the police at 3.57 a.m. <laughs> Hello, cops. My friends are stuck in your car. It's your emergency. I'm sorry, what? <laughs> Connor was woken up by authorities as he attended... Uh, his van promptly arresting the two uh, men inside. Police said that inside the van, officers found cigarette butts and a large amount of saliva. Again, <laughs> <laughs> that wasn't saliva. <laughs> Maybe not. <laughs> 20 and 21? Oh, yeah. They could, they could shoot gallons. <laughs> Just a fucking geyser coming out of there. 
<laughs> Kelly. Welcome back, Kelly. Welcome back. Your dashboard girl. is glazed. <laughs> what OSHA? What the hell is this guy what doing? Is, this? is he butt naked? He butt sure naked is on the top of a cell phone tower. <laughs> yes, he is. Can you see me now? Can you see me now? McDonald's hamburgers lure naked man off downtown tower. (laughs) (laughs) What are your demands? I want some Mickey D's. Police were able to lure a naked man who spent hours atop a downtown radio tower with McDonald's hamburgers. It was their lunch, sadly enough. <laughs> a man climbed the top of the tower Wednesday night. At one point, police sources said he asked for hamburgers from McDonald's. <laughs> Officers complied, and he agreed to come down after eating his meal. The 45-year-old Arizona resident was <laughs> uninjured. Jesus. I got to say, though, nice rum. It was unclear why he climbed the structure, which is part of a city personnel building. Uh, It's west of the downtown skyline or east of the downtown skyline. He removed his clothing and after he began scaling the tower about 4 p.m. He started taking his clothes off as he climbed the tower. I I can I can (laughs) empathize with the guy. Get enough tequila and me, I'm likely to do the same thing. Oh man, I saw I saw a guy climb a crane once (laughs) in San Antonio. We were out on there for like a work thing many years ago, and we're all sitting around on this uh, on the uh, patio by the river at the hotel, having a a good. No, this was this was in Woodlands, uh, not San Antonio, but we're by the river and day drinking. Everybody's drinking it. Day drinking. Drinking, having a good time, and this guy, this was this was later at night when I was there, was and a guy sitting with us goes, Man, I bet I can get to the top of that crane. <laughs> like, Do it! Do it! Yeah, that's everybody's like, Yeah, whatever. And you know, he, we, he goes in, like, we just figured he went to the bathroom. Like a half hour later, we're like, Where did this guy go? And was like, he probably went to his room and crashed. And we look across the river where the crane is, and he's three quarters of the way up, yelling, Aah! Hey, waving. I'm like, no. <laughs> was he naked? No, he wasn't naked, but yeah, he was a nice just turd thinking, cutter like this Lord, guy. You dummy. You think Arizona, this guy had more of a tan. Yeah, he's got kind of. Like, not much well, of a contrast I don't know. there. Even, Arizona, uh, even when it's hot, I don't walk around naked. <laughs> My ass is never butt. tan. Yeah, his little white butt cheeks and legs atop. He could probably wear shorts. Yeah. You can see it. Casper. Blow, blow it up, Tom. Ah, I close it. I'm not looking. I'm not interested in looking naked, man. Oh, you prude. <laughs> it's, it's, yeah, I want to look at it. it. Well, it's a well-built turn cutter. <laughs> All right. <laughs> Tom's like, that's getting mixed. That'll be edited out. <laughs> <laughs> there you go, Jose. Oh, there. there you go. Look you at see? that the white butt. He probably wore shorts. He has like that tan. Is he wearing boots? Is he fucking praying? No. <laughs> <laughs> Weirdos. 
humans. Oh, humans. <laughs> yeah, I could see me doing something like that. Though. Yeah, Enough, you uh, know. No shots. What would what would what would take you down though? What would you want to get down from there? Certainly what fast not. food would you would need to get lured down with? Wendy's. What? Oh, it'd have to be Wendy's. Have to be From Wendy's spicy chicken. New York oh, pizza. Pizza. Get me a Wendy's. That'd be a hard one to eat up on the top. <laughs> that would be a hard one to eat via there. drone. <laughs> yeah. It'd That'd probably be, be Taco Bell for me. Yeah. <laughs> that Taco Bell. I was thinking Taco Bell, but then the but then the yeah, but then you're gonna have to get down somehow unless it's really gonna be a a mess. Well, if yeah. it's Taco Bell, you can jump, and by the time you get to the bottom, the diarrhea will keep you from hitting the actual ground. Would it just bounce? <laughs> just bounce right off the floor. Be like a, be like a jetpack hitting the, hitting the ground with you. Just <laughs> diarrhea coming out of your ass. <laughs> nice, safe landing. I'll be at your standing in shape. So what do you guys think this guy uh, well, He's here? like a... He's, uh, Ugh, I don't know. The first thing that came to my mind was Kid Toucher. He was a fire frog. He's definitely. Uh, uh, definitely say okay. You're right. He's a ginger. Uh, yeah, he's a fire Started a fight. No, 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 yeah, no, no, no. And went he's to, like four foot. The... Yeah, he's like four foot seven. Little punk. <laughs> if that. Yeah. He's a leprechaun. Yeah. Went to the ghetto. <laughs> Man claims and visits. <laughs> Man claims invisibility, still visible enough to get arrested. (laughs) (laughs) See, he did think he was a leprechaun. (laughs) (laughs) Mapleton, a man, I think this is in somewhere in Missouri, a man told police that he was both invisible and unstoppable after they chased him down Wednesday night. (laughs) You are not only visible, you are stoppable. (laughs) (laughs) You are wrong on what counts and hereby arrested. Please recall about an assault Wednesday, and on their way to the call, they spotted Adam Cowgill's car, the supposed assailant. During the ensuing chase, police witnessed Cowgill trying to punch the female driver. Not a good guy. Oh, Jesus. After being stopped, a woman rushed from the car with a child calling for help. Police arrested Cowgill there and took him to the hospital to be checked out. There he formed police of his invisibility. Oh. And he was unstoppable. Despite these claims, he was taken to jail. Yep. And his mugshot was taken, and he's in yes. We could see you, asshole. (laughs) So you are both visible and stoppable. You are a liar, sir. (laughs) Then you're gonna need a new gimmick. (laughs) Yes, and a and a new left nostril to match your right one, or maybe a mustache. (laughs) Maybe a mustache too, so you don't look like Ishmael, (laughs) Amish barn builder. Fucking one nostril bigger than the other. Wow. That's disturbing. <laughs> Grow your nose right, fucker. Look at his ears are all lopsided too. Oh my god, I hate this guy. Get him off the screen. He's, yeah, he's creepy. He's a little okay. creep. He's got one ear droopy. Looks like fucking Picasso. I'd rather look at the guy's butt on the tower. <laughs> Better looking than that guy. <laughs> <laughs> His cheeks were symmetrical. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Jenny, this uh, this picture didn't cooperate with me well, so you got to give me a minute to uh, to get it up Let's here. Play but... the, 
the is it the Jeopardy music? Do, do, do. Oh, I, I have Elevator I have music. some uh, we have some Riverside transition music. That What's I that? Uh, that Manhattan. Like Manhattan. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I'm supposed to be enjoying. <laughs> Thank you for your patience. <laughs> and I'll back with you live. That's the best stuff we've all day. If you get caught between the moon and New York City. Nice. <laughs> Justice for Juicy. <laughs> 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 oh, it's even better than that, Phil. <laughs> this guy says, this guy sang, What do you think, Jenny? He was in like the choir or something with the Yeah, he was something with the choir. That's my guess. Jenny says a choir. She's way off. <laughs> Phil. Well, he's holding letters. Looks like it's more of a mental institution than a prison. It could be. I'm going with, uh, yeah, he's a he's a psycho. <laughs> man, man claims prostitute turned into donkey overnight. See, <laughs> <laughs> a man in Zimbabwe is charged with having sex with a donkey. That Zimbabwe, he claimed... of course, it was. <laughs> 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 with a donkey that he claimed was a human prostitute who later turned into an animal, and now he's seriously in love with. What? <laughs> so he asked the pimp how much for that ass. What a bump bump. That was good. <laughs> <laughs> that was good. <laughs> Sunday Moyo, <laughs> 28, from Mandaba Township. Boyle's not a name. It's what the Jewish people do, isn't it? The rabbis? I don't know. <laughs> Zivjan Vanze Zimbabwe made the claim when he was appeared in court, the New Zimbabwe reports. Boyle told the magistrate, Mildred Matuv, Your worship, I only came to know that I was being intimate with a donkey when I got arrested. <laughs> <laughs> You know how many times I've woken up at the bar, you know, after a night at the bar? <laughs> no. God. How this donkey get in here? Oh, just one time he almost got kicked out like three times in one night. <laughs> the donkey tongue. <laughs> it looked like a donkey. <laughs> oh my God. You didn't think before then? <laughs> <laughs> I had hired a prostitute for had paid twenty dollars for the service at a downtown nightclub. <laughs> I don't know how she then became a donkey. <laughs> Police on routine patrol in the early hours of Sunday stumbled upon the twenty-eight-year-old from Mondava Township performing a sex act on the donkey inside his yard. 
The animal was lying on the ground with its neck tied to a tree. <laughs> oh my god! This fucking sick piece of shit! <laughs> it's remanded in custody in order to be examined by government-employed psychiatrists. Yeah, no shit. <laughs> oh my god. Poor donkey. So yeah, what's right, the letters that he's holding? I don't know. But you're right. It was a mental institution, apparently. Well... I may or may not have seen the inside of one of those. <laughs> I hired a prostitute. I hired a prostitute, paid $20 for the service at a downtown nightclub. And I didn't know she became a donkey after. I don't know how she became a donkey. I can just hear the Norm MacDonald bit to that. Yeah, I hired a hooker one night. She turned out to be a real ass. <laughs> Oh man, people are weird. <laughs> yeah. So <laughs> Zimbabwe's off the list. Yeah. <laughs> not in my top. Unless 10. you're a donkey fucker. Rucksack Radio will be live again Sunday morning. <laughs> May 29th. 9 a.m. Central, right here on Riverside FM. You can go to rucksackradio.com to connect live to the show. Um, we'll have some discussion. <laughs> that, you can, well, you no can rest fuckers. assured that donkey, the, the term donkey fucker will probably not come up on Sunday. Yeah, probably not. Probably, <laughs> probably not. But you never That's say never. never 100%. <laughs> I just don't know. Um, yeah. Yeah, those uh, those are the uh, those are the more wild stories I had for tonight. Chances are likely, but never a hundred percent. So, what do you got going on this weekend, Phil? The term "donkey fucker" can come up at any point in time, <laughs> ever. He's gonna be thinking about that for like three days now. Donkey yeah, fucker is gonna be stuck in his head. I'm gonna be taking care of business later on. Going donkey fucker, donkey fucker. <laughs> Did he give a donkey punch? <laughs> what is he on? <laughs> Trying to tighten it up. Oh my God. <laughs> Jesus. Something's wrong with you. <laughs> Big foam finger on the other hand. <laughs> it says number one dad or something stupid. <laughs> <laughs> Police say when they found the man, he was he had a, on. He had a, a world's best dad, he had a world's best dad, number one finger, and he was yelling donkey punk fucker as he humped his fist. <laughs> In front of the ice cream shop. Sources are saying. <laughs> Justice for Juicy. <laughs> Justice for donkey. <laughs> yes, that poor, oh. poor donkey. Jenny, oh. what you got going on this weekend? I don't know. Try to get as much sun as possible. Jim, I think we're going to have a little cookout here on Sunday. So, cool. uh, yeah, it'll be cool. How about oh, you yeah, guys? I'm waiting for a follow-up from last last weekend's story. <laughs> well, what happened last weekend? What did I do last weekend? You, you had to go out to the bonfire because... Oh, freaking! <laughs> I had to see this couple. 
yeah, this couple, this interesting it's a couple. Loose term. Um, yeah, I just, I, I actually think they're think, I think they're in a friend zone now. <laughs> I don't think it lasted that long. To be <laughs> the one was trying to trying to force her way out of the friend zone. I think. Yeah, like. no, she was like the stalker one, like bitch. Where the fuck are you? You know, like up on the, like in the house, drive by and shit. You know how that is. He's the one who has like 30 years on him. Oh, <laughs> Crazy cougar. Not much here. I'll watch uh, the news. We might get some weather. We'll see. Weather's supposed to warm. It was cooler today, but um, we might see some weather this weekend. So. That'll be it, really. It's going to be quiet inside space time for me, relaxed stuff. I've had so much. Uh, I've been running around so much between the VA and back home here for the last three or four weeks that it's going to chill. Now, especially at the, you know, all the shows and everything are caught up. I might spend some time, some more time writing. Um, I've got, I've been trying to write a little bit each week, uh, work on the book. Um, so we'll get some more notes down in that, but it'll be quiet for me otherwise. Um, yeah, Phil, you doing anything fun this weekend? Uh, probably barbecue on Sunday. Sunday's supposed nice. to be the nicest day here. We're going to get rain here in a couple hours here. Uh, rain off and on tomorrow. So we'll have to save the barbecue for Sunday. Cool. Well, we'll watch the news. I'll watch the news too. The NRA, um, conferences this weekend, Bet Midler <laughs> encouraged yeah. people to go protest the NRA conference and to come armed. Speaking of it's like how how counterintuitive is that? It's like going to an anti-abortion, uh, you know, rally with coat hangers or something yeah. <laughs> like. Yeah. Right? It's she's so gonna protest arms by telling, taking everybody to take up arms and go to the NRA meeting by being armed. Yeah, it, it, with the area where the chances are the most arms are. Come, <laughs> like it's come fail this test, knowing all the answers. Just. Stupid, stupid, stupid. They they ramp this rhetoric up and they don't. They, just, they're so impulsive. And Meathead, I've been like watching Rob Reiner's. That guy, how he's not had an aneurysm or a ruptured his cervix by this point well, in time aneurysm. with how he loses his shit on everything. Somebody needs to have that guy on a watch list. I mean, that he is so unhinged. I hope that he doesn't have weapons. Because <laughs> I, I can see us like seeing some story of Rob Reiner going nuts somewhere and shooting a place up, like yeah. Alec Baldwin. <laughs> <laughs> oh, there was so much wrong with that. Yeah, <laughs> sorry. <laughs> no. That, no, 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 that whole thing with Alec. Yeah, Baldwin, there was so it's much. Kind of, they kind of went away, didn't it? Yeah, it's kind of just like yeah. Baldwin. Don't pay th- that's yeah. not the story yeah. you're looking for. Yeah. Here, we just gave $85 million to the Afghans or to the Taliban. Gads, <laughs> yeah, you said you stole my tweet the other day. Hey, if I put it all, if I tweet something out there or post something out there, it's public. Take it. I don't use it. Absolutely. Um, if it's good, just, you know, throw the credit at me. <laughs> but you don't even have to do that. It's just take it. If I put something out there. So I, all the stuff that I put on the website, all the resources that I have out there, I mean, there's nothing. Um, you know, I don't do like a paid website or anything because I want everything to be available to everybody all of the time. And those of you that are, you know, that watch us all the time and participate in the show, you've all been very helpful, generous, and I appreciate all that. 
so much. And for those that just watch the show and haven't, and you want to, you can support the show by going to rucksackradio.com. Um, don't, uh, again, all the information I put out there is, is out there for everybody. I think it's just a civic responsibility to share this kind of information and try to consolidate things and put good information out there to do it. But if you feel like supporting that cause, I do appreciate it. It does help me continue to do this. Um, there's, uh, you know, costs that come with subscription services and research that goes into things and just time and stuff. So it helps. I love doing it, though. I'm going to keep doing it. And we're going to keep doing this show until somebody duct tapes our mouths closed. <laughs> so, yeah, that, that, that's not going to happen with me. So good luck. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Cool. Well, I hope everybody has a wonderful Memorial Day weekend. Uh, remember what this weekend is about. And I always say this, um, don't let anybody, you know, some veterans and some people get uptight and say, well, are you having your barbecues? You're doing this or that. This, this weekend isn't about barbecues. It isn't about picnics. Bullshit. This weekend is about doing all the things that those vets, you know, the, those that gave their lives that they can't do anymore. They, they gave up their lives for your liberty and your freedom to be able to live your lives freely. So do those things, but just remember why you do them and do them in their honor. But you should absolutely barbecue. You should absolutely go to the beach or go drink to an amusement beer. park or go to a zoo or drink whatever you want or be with family, be with friends, hang out. You should do these things. Do all the things they can't do anymore so that their legacy lives on. The reason that they they paid the, you know, the price with their lives so that the it lives price. on. So do those things and don't let anybody tell you that it's inappropriate for you to do them. If they do, you send them my way, <laughs> send them my way and I'll set them straight. Um, people just kind of get righteous in those moments and have to be like, they're, you know, kind of the holier than thou. Don't do that. That's not right. Not oh, bullshit. It's exact. This is the exact weekend to do those things. So just, that's my perspective. And it's veterans day for that. Don't do that shit. Fuck off. <laughs> well, that's the thing. People get up confused. Like, I, I'm always grateful when somebody thanks me for my service. But it's Memorial Day weekend. There's three days, right? It's military celebrated on three days. Armed Forces Day, is which we had last week, is about celebrating those who are currently serving. Memorial Day is about is celebrating those who gave their lives while serving. And Veterans Day is about celebrating those who have served. So and then there's, there's the, the most important dates. of the bunch is the Marine Corps birthday. The Marine Corps birthday, yes, that's yes. the granddad. Yep. <laughs> but that is the grandpappy so, of them all. But take time. You can look up. Oh, there's plenty of websites you can go to. You can look up. I always love to go and look up Medal of Honor stories, um, and read about, especially some of the older ones from World War One, World War Two, um, Vietnam, even, and, and read these stories of heroism. These guys had got the Medal of Honor for some of the things they did. So, yeah, look some of those up this weekend and share a story. If you're going to have a cookout, great. Go have your cookout. Maybe print up one or two Medal of Honor stories that you see online and, and read those at your cookout. Share them with friends, family, whomever. And take that five minutes to remember, excuse me, remember um, the heroism that somebody did. Or print off ten names from... The casualties, you know, those that gave their lives in the Iraq and Afghanistan wars and read some of their names with toast them a beer or something. Just do something to remember these guys, these ladies, too. I mean, these American heroes 
who paid the price with their lives. It's not it's not hard to do, and it's it definitely is important to do this weekend. But live and do the things they cannot do anymore for that very reason. So check out the show's website, RucksackRadio.com. Uh, again, for information, there's uh, the new uh, Veterans tab up there, Resources for Veterans, and the article today with uh, regards to things you get a civic roadmap, and use to get engaged in civics. I put in the chat here, and I will put in the description on YouTube and Rumble the link to that Mental Health America article that I shared earlier. Try to get engaged where you can. Friends, there's no substitute for educated and passionate patriots who value our sacred principles. Really, take action to deserve them. It's an honor to share your company with Rock On. Have an awesome weekend. We'll see you Sunday morning.